0: You're listening to the big show with George Russick and Maddie Rose
1: on Sportsnet
0: 960, the Fan.
1: Oh, hi there. It's hour number three. It's the big show, Rusick and Rose. SportsNet 960, the fan live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems Downtown Studio at the bottom of the hour. We're giving away stuff from our good friends at VK Bruco as we play Impossible Flames trivia. Pow, 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 pow. Pew pew. We'll do that at 8:30. Uh, that voice you hear in the background, um, it's the Cobra, our big show Flames Analyst. Mr. Brent Ron, brought to you by our good friends at All Kind Door Services Limited. Your one-stop shop when it comes to fixing doors at your building, your office, or your home. Anything that swings, slides, or rolls, call All Kind Door Services for all your door repair needs. Um, can, I just have, can I just say something right out of the gate here? Mm-hmm. Cobra? Yeah, fire mm-hmm. away. We had Mike Vernon in studio yesterday. And I, uh, and I called an audible, an Omaha, if you will, mm-hmm. like Peyton Manning, or a, here we go, like Dak Prescott, here we, go. Here we, we go. go, like I called an audible, right? and I extended the show like 15 minutes because he was so engaging was awesome. and enthralling. Can I just say this? The way you were looking at Mike Vernon yesterday.
0: It's hilarious, isn't it?
1: Like, I could see the hearts. You know the heart emoji with yeah. the eyes? Yeah. That was you yesterday. Yeah. yeah, you look like Pepe Le Pew.
0: I He finds a
1: black and white cat. <laughs> yeah, Wait, no, a, we can't. You were that, in awe of Mike Vernon oh, I'm always I in it was awe of awesome. that guy.
0: It's crazy. I, I, I'm i a kid in a candy store with, with guys like him, especially Mike. Um, I As a kid, I never thought I'd even get close to playing in the National Hockey League, ever. You're an eight, nine years old. I remember watching that. Like I said, that save on Stan me always sliding into the net. Yep. I mean, and I look back at my my old man, and I'm like, I want to be oh. a goal. And He's like, Damn it! <laughs> but <laughs> but, yeah. but uh, it's expensive. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Are you sure? Every goalie I, parent has said soccer? that. Some <laughs> side. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. How about soccer? Right. I, want, uh, I mean, yeah. there was only really one position I was built for, and that was that was to play goal. Right. Yeah. I, I'm not an excellent runner. Never have been. Even at my no. peak. I was never a, a great runner. But. Now, I, I wanted to ask you this.
1: Uh, you, you were are now Mike Vernon. and yep. Again, we appreciate the two-time cup champ, Hall of Famer in studio. He was, he was great yesterday. He doesn't remember you rooming with him Not in at the all. rookie year. Yeah. This is what I wanted to ask you. <laughs> we like to swim around in the pool of truth on this show. <laughs> yeah. We like to splash around in the deep and shallow ends of the yep. pool of truth. When you were rooming with him and he was asleep, were you staring at him a little bit?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. You know what? No, I wasn't um, because I was... I, I can't tell the full story, but uh, when he came back, you know, he went out for dinner with the guys. I stayed back at the hotel because I was just getting psyched up for for fitness testing. I'm like, I can't believe, you know, his luggage is sitting there like I'm just a giant weirdo. It's like it's Mike Vernon's duffel bag. Give it a yeah. little yeah. sniff to it. Like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like... not the inside, just the outside. Nothing yeah. weird. <laughs> just a giant, <laughs> just what? a giant weirdo sitting there. But no, oh, it, there's his gym bag. <laughs> <laughs> Well, now you made it weird. You know, well, now that you took it over, and uh, at the end of the day, though, no, none of that ever crossed my mind. But I just I remember being on ice, kind of more in awe that I was when I would get on the ice with him and watch him practice, and just I was like, oh my, this is crazy. Yeah, like this is I, you know watching him get put his pads on, how he did it because that's always the stuff that I wanted to you know. How does Mike Vernon yeah. put his goalie pads on? Yeah. How does he wear his glove? What kind of chest protector does he? Like, you know, that's the, the, the nerd goalie side in me. It's like, how does he do that? Because I do it this way, because I never got to see that side, the 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 the, the uh, um, nuance, the, the nuance, the the inside info that I would never yeah. ever ever have gotten if I wasn't able to be on the same ice as him.
1: Uh, there's one question I wanted to ask him that I kind of regret not asking him. I wanted to ask him how did he react when he gave up a goal. You know, he turns around yeah. and has the water. Like, what's going through your mind? Yeah. Next time we have him in studio, sure. I want to ask him that question because apparently he really enjoyed his time here. And he, and he wants to come back. Yes. Now, I wanted to ask you a question before we move on to the Flames 5-4 overtime loss last night to the Golden Knights. Do you think Mike Vernon would play hot seat with us? No. Okay. That's what I said. All right. I, that's why I asked Kron. But yeah. you're playing Friday. Get ready to eat some hot sauce. Oh, you're darn again. right I'm playing. Right. And apparently Matty Rose bought extra hot sauce.
2: No, I don't know. Oh, okay. I think I did. That's what I asked for. Well, but the guy at the shop didn't seem to have a
0: a clue, frankly. We'll find out because we thought we were getting the best of the best last time. And it wasn't bad. Yeah. Did, the, did, well, the, the, two the one, scorpion one was a little. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Two two started, started to sweat. The, the, the yeah. one with real pieces of scorpion in it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If
1: there's one thing I like on my wings, extra scorpion. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah I need my
2: hot sauce like my gold Schlager with the chunks in it. <laughs> I yeah. need
1: some scorpion venom mm, yeah.
0: in my hot sauce. Mm.
1: Um, flames lose 6-5, six, uh, six, five, five, 5 the night before the avalanche, 5-4 last night in overtime to the Golden Knights. Wanted to ask you, because this is like goalie nerd stuff, mm-hmm. the Flames' first goal when our man, the weak dog, Mackenzie Weger, <laughs> yeah. scored from the side. Yeah. One Michael team. Backlund shot it in on Logan Thompson, and he put the rebound to the boards like he's supposed to, yeah. but was that bad rebound control and Weger scored right away? Like, how was your read on the first goal? Because Maddie and I couldn't figure it out. Well, was it a good goal? Was it a bad it was goal? A,
0: it was a bad goal, but you, if you watch the highlight, too, you, it, the defenseman was in his way, yes. right? Yes, okay. And so it's a short, I mean, that's a bad goal regardless, but the defenseman standing there and then he just tries to get himself out of the way. And you could see afterward, the camera was still on Thompson and you could see him put his glove up to him. Just like, Hey, like that was, you know, that was my fault. Like yeah. at the end of the day, like, don't worry about it. Cause you could see the defense and go, Oh, right. Cause I don't think he expected Uyghur to walk into that, even though he had a lot, a lot of room on the short side, but that's not a dangerous shot from there. Yeah. Right. Th- on the wall, you know, right-handed shot. Like that's not dangerous at all. But yeah, no, that was just uh, one of those where he... So it was a bad goal. It was a bad goal, but it was a team bad goal. It was bad. Yeah. It was on Thompson. Okay. It was on the defenseman, and good on Weger for shooting the puck, I guess.
2: Hegg's just kind of sleeping at the wheel there a little bit. Weger's excited because he always plays on his offside. He's yeah.
0: like, oh, one-timer
2: off the boards, and just kind of put... I, it was probably a rolling puck. There's the, off the blocker and then off the boards, it probably wasn't lying flat no. yet.
0: And he just, he just skated up to it and shot it. Like, there was no even thought of pass or making a play. Just, let's just throw it on net, and... I don't. I didn't think Thompson was that good last night. Yeah. You know, I mean, the night before, like, Georgiev was terrible. Yeah. It, last Coleman night, Thompson was, was like really. Yeah. You know, and they well, the still, Sharon Grovich goal went right through him. Well, that hit his glove and then it's like rolled over. Yeah. Right. It's you know, it's like do some wrist curls or something maybe. Hey, you know, <laughs> like that's just gonna it's gonna yeah. haunt you that type. There's of a lot stuff. of things you can do to improve your wrist strength.
1: <laughs> so, um, the breakaway, uh, the breakaway winner. On Mark Stone, all alone, three on three against Wolf. And we talked about it yesterday. Vladar, breakaway, Nathan McKinnon.
0: Sometimes you got to get a save.
1: Yeah. Sometimes you got to get a save in that situation, too. And you know,
0: Stone's a shooter. You know, he's shooting that puck, right? Weger was going full offense. You could just see that play, too. Calgary had the puck a little bit, and he just took off. He was coming in, and then, oops, we lost it, and it was just back the other way, right? It was just, it happened that fast. Um, you know, that three-on-three, three, it's it's once the guys get the puck, they're just flying to the net, right? Yeah.
2: I thought it was interesting in three three-on-three because the Flames had two sets of forwards that went out. It yeah. started out with Lindholm and Backlund, I want to say. I might be wrong uh, there. I had it. Um, but they were pretty conservative with the puck. And then you switch up to Caudry, Sharon Govich. Lindholm and Backlund, they, and
1: Anderson started They OT.
2: immediately attack with Sharon Govich and Caudry, and I like being more aggressive. I don't necessarily like sitting back on your heels. trying. and Attack yeah. and then get the puck back and hem the opposition in their end. Don't let them change. But the only problem is, if you're going to go fall out on offense, like you mentioned, Weger has to make sure he's hit pocket on Stone there, yeah. so he's not able to get down and, and
0: fire a wicked shot over Dustin Wolf's shoulder. And correct me if I'm wrong, but Stone isn't the most fleet of foot, right? He's not. A, he's not a. Cr- he's not a crazy fast. Skater. Not what he's known for. No. No. And so Weger almost caught him too, from going offense and then coming back to defense. You could see him reach. But everybody knew in the building. Wolf knew too. Like, he, there's no way he doesn't have enough energy, steam, speed, to to deke me out of my shorts. That was a that was a shot glove side, and once again he's got a great shot. Like it was just office. Yeah, it's, stick. A it's a laser. It's a laser. Like McKinnon. The he's other a day. heavy guy too. Yeah. Right. Right. Like, and uh, but you could see Wolf after like that one. It's like oh, you know, like that's just one. I just like that. I'd like to have because that's a one on one battle again when the game is on the line, and that's two games in a row now when your team scored nine goals. Right, and uh, the, the opposition has scored 11.
2: Yeah, and, and Huska said after the game when he was asked about Wolf, like, did some good. I think Dustin would probably want to have a couple of those back. That would be one of them. But you also have the play where he stops Petrangelo, and sure. they go the other way, and and that's the Sharon Govich goal that he forces through Logan Thompson. Like, overall... I would still make the argument that you had the better goalie yesterday. For sure you did. yeah. And a lot of
1: times you're going to win, and that's something we talked about and we wanted to ask you about that goal on the rush where uh, Sharon Govich comes down and scores. Is that good rebound control or bad rebound control by Wolf? Because the puck just fired back the other way. The Petrangelo rebound from the high slot there. Yeah.
0: Well, it worked out. Yeah. Whether he, whether he, whether he, whether he, he, he made the to, save, he made the save, and yeah. if you go ask, well, oh, yeah, I know I meant to put it there, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, of course that's where I meant to put yeah. it, right? Sometimes it's just the way the way the cookie crumbles. It also
2: but, feels like there's like an instance of that's a high quality shot. Like yep. at some point, you just need to make the first save, and your teammates
0: got to worry about the rest. Well, for sure, that that's your job. Stop the yeah. stop the first one. There's so much other uh, uh, skill sets now that goalies have. I mean, before it was just make the first save. You know, worry about the first shot. Playing the puck was just stop it behind the net. You know, <laughs> and you know if there's any rebounds in front, you know that's your defenseman's job to clear yeah. the puck out of the way. Now it's Rebound this and, you know, getting three assists a season and making plays up the middle. And, like, there's so much more that goes on. And the game is so fast. Like, it's crazy fast. It's just the transition. One goalie makes a save, and before you know it, it's four seconds later, and it's down the other way and in the net, right? Well, you uh,
2: think of the, what was it, the winner, right? Like, Backlund dumps that puck in against Colorado, and two seconds
1: later, it's Nathan McKinnon's gone, on his
2: horse. Right. Yeah. It's in the back of your net.
1: Um, I, I know we keep hearing, uh, and they talked about on the post-game show last night, uh, Dustin Wilson, NHL goalie, blah, blah, blah. What's
0: the one thing you've seen from him that maybe he really needs to work on? I think he needs to fight for ice a little bit. I I, I notice with him, just uh, he is he, in my mind, he's a National Hockey League goaltender. I want them to keep playing him. He, I think he's he's more of a calming presence in net too than of Ladar. It's uh, wild to it, watch. It's him. just their, their their personality, their their characteristics, their manner, well, which is
1: weird because he he's way more athletic in net than yeah. Ladar.
0: He moves a lot more in the crease than Ladar does, but you think he's more of a calming. presence. I do. I just the way he that's makes saves, like, and he stands up too. Like even that on that second goal where the guy kind of fanned on it, he knew where he was going and he missed his shot and it went low blocker and Wolf standing. But when pucks go in on Wolf, it's like, oh, I could have had that. Oh, you know, oh, that's a that's a that's a save he could have made. And he just goes back and has a sip of water and carries on. Where you know, there's a lot of scramble, and I'm not taking shots at Ladar here, but there's a lot of scramble in his game. Whereas whereas Wolf has got to be on because he is smaller. He's got to move way more front to back, like cutting the cutting the angles down, plus left to right, whereas big guys, their they're big their big uh, uh, uh the kilometers they put on is all left to right, east to west, right? Yeah.
2: He he's one of those guys that is really calm in the net. And yeah. I think about that save he made on Jack Hughes. Yeah. Uh back in yeah, against First the devil. Period. Stand yeah. up, just right in the glove, made it look easy. Yeah. Except it was Jack Hughes, who's one of the most dynamic players. You compare that to like when Mike Smith was here and everything looked very difficult. For sure. Right. Very difficult.
0: I watch Wolf, and I expect him to make the save every time. Even if it goes in, I'm expecting him to make a save. But back to your point, things he can work on. Yeah, he is going to have to fight for ice because he is smaller. Everybody knows that. There was a play, uh, I think it was the Carolina game, where the third goal got called off because it was goalie interference, and I can't remember which player it was for the Hurricanes, but his stick was out and then it hit Wolf in the shoulder. Yeah, and and it it didn't I mean didn't push him It out was his stick, wasn't it? I don't know. It doesn't matter. But he, he he touched him, and you know, like with Wolf's frame, he's not an overly big guy. It screwed up his movement, screwed up his concentration a little bit, impeded him from stopping the puck. If that hits Vasilevsky, I mean, that stick might break. Yeah, you, you, you know what I mean. Like so so if, and that that's going to be his challenge until he's done playing in the National Hockey League. Everybody's right. going to say he's too small. It's not big enough. And so when you're when you're that and and guys are going to start getting traffic in front of you. You notice like that, even that first goal, like everybody's just coming to the net every time. Cause on the board, this kid, everybody knows this kid's coming and they're going to try to make his life difficult. And if he's going to see it nine times out of 10, he's going to stop it and he's small. So get in his way, make it difficult. That first goal too was a broken play. Tries to pass it across the ice gets it back, and then kind of ends up whacking yeah. it. And everybody's off just the kind of legs violent. of Gilbert. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Dude,
1: And they were talking on the broadcast. Uh, or the Stevenson goal, yeah. The, yeah, the, the, the first Stevenson one on the power opener, play. Uh, they were saying that maybe he tried to purposely bank it off the shin pad it at can't... Gilbert. It kind of looked like it. Like really? if, if in fact he did that, that's an incredibly heady, like, but, super skill play. But he play.
0: slid. You hit, your, your shin pads aren't square. You're but, not getting it back. But
2: he had already laid out. Yeah. yeah, like th- yeah. the thing was like Gilbert was on the ice and if he was trying to pass it across the ice, he wouldn't have passed it because the lane was already gone. And it almost looked, the. I don't know, I thought looking at the replay and as Millsy was talking about it, I was like, oh, I'm kind of getting talked into this. That's a
0: really <laughs> nice play. <laughs> I don't buy it. I don't yeah. buy it for a second. Fair. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's Cobra a good point by you. It. Uh, Yeah,
1: that's uh, the Cobra, <laughs> our big show Flames <laughs> analyst, Mr. Brent Crawling, courtesy of our good friends at All Kind Door Services. It's the big show. Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, the fan.
2: I wanted to ask you about Dennis Gilbert. Can we spend a second Denny on Gilbert? this for a second? Denny Gilbert from Buffalo. Um, yeah. I have a question for you. because like Guy Herbert was Guy Bear <laughs> and he's like American. It's Guy
1: Herbert. <laughs> I know. It's the best thing. I love actually, it. Actually, my name's Guy. Guy. Anyway, yeah. Denny
2: Gilbert. So, uh, 91st overall draft pick in 2015. He turns pro three years later after going to Notre Dame for three seasons. But uh, he was 22 years old when he turns pro. How many pro games has he played? That was the 2018-2019 season. If you had to guess between the AHL and the NHL, how many pro games has he played since turning pro in the 2018-2019 season? 24. Oh, I was going to say 25. Well, he's played more than that because that's, that's been like six years. Okay. He's played 66 NHL games, 67 after yesterday, and 63 AHL games. So he's played 120 games over about six years, and That's a lot an of eight. those in the prime development years, the 23, 24-year-old yeah. years for a defenseman. I've really liked the way he's played the last couple games. I'm wondering if we're seeing a little bit of a late bloomer and a guy who could be a consistent NHLer, especially as a third-pair guy moving forward. And I wonder with that. what you've seen from him.
0: You know what? He's hes impressing me for sure. Uh, I... i um. With D man in particular, too, it's such a tough position to play. You have to have that patience, the maturity back there. I mean, there are anomalies like McCar that can just run around and do whatever you want, but that's another position. They always say goaltenders take a bit of time, one hundred percent. But D, oh man, you are you are so integral to the breakout. You're, yeah. You are, and you touch every facet of the game in that position, and they get run out. Of the building every night too, right? There's, there's, there's no. You're going in the corner, Taniv, right? Think and, of the Taniv hit. And yep. so when you're getting run like that, to make decisions with the puck, we always rip. Well, I always rip on Hannafin all the time for his poor decision making in the back end, throwing pizzas up the middle. But having said that, very few can do it and, and and do it well. Like you look at the blue line for for Vegas, like they got four big studs back there, right? And and those guys have all taken time to kind of work their way up, yeah. uh, you know, and and they've blossomed kind of in their late twenties. Yep. Where now they're just their studs and Gilbert, Danny Gilbert uh, <laughs> might uh, might be there too. And it's you well, know with with uh, with Tan uh, obviously taking that shot the other time too. I mean he's he's getting he's getting opportunities.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. Right? Jason Bukla told us last week that you know don't even look at defenseman until he's played two hundred NHL games. Yeah, and that's when you kind of really see it. Like I,
0: I was just ha-
2: surprised to look yesterday in five and it, five pro years. Yeah. Only 123 and, games between the two leagues seems like a very small number it's to not me. Very and much, obviously, yeah. I
1: like the physical brand yep. of hockey. When he sat Jerwan down after Jerwan <laughs> <Drouin laughs> slashed Lundar, <laughs> like that it. stuff's like, I'm surprised he didn't tell them who's your daddy after <laughs> yeah. he sat Maybe he him. Down. Maybe he did. Um, Maybe he did. Maybe um, he did. I wanted to ask you this, too, when it comes to defensemen and goaltenders. How long does it take a goaltender to trust his defenseman in front of him? <sighs> Depends on the case. That
0: is such a that that is uh, such a hard question to answer. You're gonna say good question. I know. I stopped because I didn't want to hear the ding. Right? Yeah. I I, I, don't like nobody. Oh, our thing. Not too many people noticed it. All right. (laughs) Stop. Anyway, anyway. or stop. (laughs) Um, I'll I'll never forget. I had uh, uh, in Omaha, Mark Giordano, his first or second year pro. We were playing in Lowell the year before. I've heard of him. Yeah. You have Gio. Yep. Um. (laughs) Norris? Hey, <laughs> hey! Did you know he was the captain of the Flames at one what?
2: point? What? of Norris? Yeah, pretty and good I did player. know that. It's
0: crazy. Yeah. that's unbelievable. Um, and and I just I, I it just kind of happens organically, right? We also you just you play enough with each other, where guys will come. I remember if, like my first couple games in Omaha. He come up, he'd skate up to me like, "Hey, like when I'm going here, you know, look for me over here, peeling off, doing this." It's just a communication just starts happening. It's almost initiated too a little bit by. By, by the defenseman, mm-hmm. because goalies are just so puck focused and worried about stopping the puck that, you know, I'm, my secondary thought at the time is I'm not worried about a breakout pass or just, but it takes, it, it's both though. At the, at the end of the day, it's just playing games and all of a sudden you're on the ice and you start talking about it. And before you know it, it's like, you're, you're, you're like, I know what this guy's going to do with this. I knew Geo would block shots left, right and center. Like he, that's what he did every time. Block shots. There's guys that you know you you can't trust him in this position. There's a guy back door. He's going to cut the pass off for sure, right? He's and, and or I'll go talk to him and say, hey, listen, you give me that shot. You got the back and and all of a sudden things just start to start to happen. But it does take a bit of time, right? There's trust isn't uh, you, trust isn't given; it's earned. Mm. You know, I'm, and that's a very deep comment. But you, <laughs> you, you just you just know guys that. Listen, uh,
1: our listeners come for the existential <laughs> content that the Cobra brings yeah. after every game. Yeah. You know, uh,
0: and, and sorry to just to interrupt one more time, but like a lot of the like the the third pairing D men, you you trust those guys because you know that there's like they're blocking shots, they're burying yeah. guys in the corner, they're coming on for a few minutes, they're giving you everything that they got, and they're off. It's the guys that are the the Uyghurs and the Andersons that. You know, at some point, you got the puck on the blue line. They're going to make that extra shoulder dip or toe drag, or, you yeah. know, like, ah, oh, okay. Oh, and here he goes, we go. You know, and here we go, right? And you just know it. Like, I, I remember instances where I'm in the net and we're on a power play and guys are toe dragging at the blue line. You're like, oh my God, here it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Com- oh, he got it. Great. Oh, yeah. that's, oh really <laughs> good. Thank God, right? It's just.
2: I wanted to ask you about this play on the Chandler-Stevenson goal. I'm just going to show you a clip, and, and our listeners can go and find the, the one one goal from yesterday's game that Chandler-Stevenson scored. But I think you're talking about something here because you'll see Dustin Wolf motion to his defenseman to where he wants some help here, right? The shot comes in from the point. It goes and see him point out there, and then it was moments later that Stevenson is able to walk to the front of the net and put the put the puck in. Yep. I'm not saying that the point over was what kind of distracted allowed Stevenson because Stevenson does make a very nice play yeah but I saw that and I wondered is that kind of an example of what you're talking about and maybe Dustin Wolf not trusting these guys yet because he's only played a few games or is that just part of how he's wired that's
0: just simple communication every goaltender does that at this level right yeah you're you're pointing like watch the middle because you know a guy's coming down watch the middle you're not even you can see it in your peripheral vision you're not staring at him he's not distracting you but you do know he's coming and you're making guys aware that's all because he's new to that team too and they don't Mm. I mean, some of those guys played with him in the minors, right? So they're, they understand his tendencies too, but it's a loud building. There's, they come at you. I mean, that, that first period too, right? You've got to weather the storm in Vegas, and he's just making sure he's communicating, doing his job, making sure that the guys already know that there's a guy in the slot coming down. They know yeah. that. But he's just making sure, hey, he's right there. I got the puck. He's right there. And because he wasn't in a – when he was signaling – he wasn't in a danger spot to shoot the puck either. Right? Yeah,
2: exactly. And just kind of aware that yep. yeah, I've got a second here. Yep. I can make the extra and signal. Yeah.
0: He's, and he's paying attention to what's happening on the ice. Because once again, you know, being a, being a bit of a smaller guy, he's, he's got to get ahead of the play a lot more than some of the bigger guys that can just fall over and yeah. hit him in the shoulder, right? He, yeah. He's got to be one or two steps ahead, even though it's a 100% reactionary position. And you listened to Vernie yesterday talk about, well, the puck's coming to me anyway. Right, like, yeah. why would I get so worried? The puck's got to come through that me. That was
1: that's so
0: good, his right? That was is is just insane how calm that guy well, was. And
1: you t- could tell, like, that—that's why
0: he was so successful because he's like, a, I don't really give a bleep. Yeah, it's gonna come to me. And and his and his teammates know that, right? They're like, yeah. you know, and, and so he's able to shake off a bad goal. He's able to shake off a bad play. That's that's awesome stuff. Uh, That is the voice of our big show,
1: Flames Analyst, uh, the Cobra, Mr. Brent Cron, (laughs) courtesy of our good friends at All Kind Door (laughs) Services. Straight ahead, um, something happened to Blake Coleman I want to touch on, and something happened uh, twice to Blake Coleman yesterday in the game I want to ask you about. And really, how low is the bar? Really, how low is the bar? And we'll play Impossible Flames trivia all coming up. But first, poor center Calgary has new inventory in stock. There's a great mix of all models, including Taycan, Cayenne, Maycan, and even some sports cars. Porsche Center Calgary has unprecedented offers like no luxury tax on 2023 Taycan models and 3.99% lease rates on 23 and 24 models. Plus, Maycan S and GTS 2023 and 2024 models are available with 6.99% lease rates for up to 42 months. Offers end December 31st. Visit Porsche Center Calgary. Dot com. It's the big show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. It's the big show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, The Fan, live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems, Downtown Studio. We'll wrap up our Wednesday edition with what we do all the time, Impossible Flames Trivia. How many more editions do we have, brought to you by good friends at VK Bruco? Uh, I think we're covered through to the new year, but okay. uh, I think uh, I'll have to double check how many we got left. Because maybe we could do, because I have the idea of Flames by Numbers I kind of want to do. And maybe we pivot, pivot, pivot. Pivot. Maybe we do that one next week. Yeah. Yeah. Last week. Next week is the last one. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, Brent Cron, our big show flames analyst, AKA the Cobra in studio. Courtesy of all kind door services. He loves Wednesdays because he gets to play Impossible Flames Trivia with Matty Rose.
0: I think I should come on from 8 to 8.45 on Wednesdays. (laughs) That would probably suit my schedule a bit more. Uh, I got to go to work. Very busy. uh, There's moving and
1: shaking I have to do. (laughs) Also, Friday, um, I think the return of Flames Hot Seat.
0: Yep. Mm, Yes. You get the same wings though. Those were delicious those wings are great. with, with uh, wings.
1: Michael, my man from yeah. uh, Luca Restaurants is going to come in in uh, Potsy Pizzeria. They're yeah. going to bring um they're going to bring us some wings again. I yeah. love it's it. It's already I've already I've already done the, the done the legwork as like they that. say. I like that. <laughs> so we're going to play uh, Flames Hot Seat where uh, the three of us try ridiculously hot sauces and we give Flames takes while trying those hot sauces. I like that. Um Flames lose 5-4 in overtime last night to the Vegas Golden Knights, uh, losing the back end of a back-to-back. Um, wanted to get your thoughts on how low is the bar? Even when Jonathan Huberto makes a good play, we're like, Hey, look, (laughs) he made a good play. It's like, you have that kid, the worst player on the team. And like, you know, minor hockey and it's like oh look little Stevie actually yeah. made a pass it's Rudy that's, yeah. that's our attitude with Jonathan Huberto yeah. the guy makes 10 and dollar and he drives green Lambos <laughs> and we're saying oh look at it look at that good play Huberto <laughs> oh, made oh, yeah. like this is where we're at yeah this is where we're at with Jonathan Huberto <laughs> well, oh look at him <laughs> He actually made an offensive play. They almost scored. Like Lindo probably should have scored on that pass through the crease. He definitely should have. Yeah. yeah. And he didn't, but it's like, oh, Huberto, good play. That a boy, Johnny. Pat, pat, pat on the top of the
0: head. Oh. You know, we had this Like how low is the bar? It's so low. And which is sad to say. And I know that you and I we've all had this discussion here during the break. I, I'm not <clears throat> I'm not complimenting him on playing hockey anymore. I, I just, tying his skates, showing up to the rink, practicing, all that kind of stuff. He looks great. Lindholm should have put the puck in the net. I get all that stuff. Cool. I, I, you get to that point where it's like, wow, like he's really trying out there. Wow, he's really. <laughs> yeah, this is where we're at. Yeah. And you're like, can you believe it? Look at him try. This is great. And I know yeah, it, it sucks to be him right now, too, because you could see yeah. Stone on the bench. Uh, I don't know if you guys caught this. I think it was in the second period. You can see he was yipping at somebody. And I didn't know who it was until one of the guys got out of the way. And it was. It was 10. Were, no, and I'm sitting there. Can, can you imagine? Like, you already, your confidence is already so low. And you're not going to engage in any tomfoolery, any shenanigans with anybody. Because there is so much. You don't have to say anything to you. And, and you'll basically just carve yourself up. Because that's where his mindset's yeah. been for yeah. a year and a half here. Where it's like, I can't do anything right. Things aren't working. And then all the guy says, oh, hey. Ten and a half million dollars, eh? Yeah. QB, like, and you can just watch him implode, right? And and you're sitting here, and you almost, you you feel bad, you pity him, but at the end of the day, it's like, you know, he knows he's got, he's the first person to tell you he's got to be better. He yeah. he, he could use a little bit of, a little bit of luck, a little bit of uh, help from his teammates when some of the, you know, the on on the odd chance he does set up something nice, and you <laughs> want to see it go in. The odd chance, yes. <laughs> you know, but I'm. I'm frustrated. Like, I, I sit there and watch the game myself, and I'm like, oh my God, look at that. Great yeah. hit.
1: Huberto's he's, like, he's like that Chris Rock bit from years ago where he's like, you're supposed to do that. Hey, <laughs> I take care of my kids. You're, you're not get credit for the things you're <laughs> yeah. supposed to be doing. Yeah, <laughs> you're know. supposed to. I pay all my bills on time. Yeah, you're supposed That's, to pay. And then when Huberto's like, oh, he
0: made a nice play. Yeah, he's supposed <laughs> to make nice <laughs> right. plays because he's supposed to be their number one skilled player. Right. And you look up the road and how poorly that team started, and they. Couldn't stop a beach ball. Both goalies and McDavid couldn't score, and their own minus players. And now they're on a heater because their best players are pulling them out well, of that dumpster. The fire, best player, the best, mm-hmm. the best player. Yeah, right in the world. Like he, I get it. That's not sure. even a comparable. But in the grand scheme of things, your game breakers need to be your, your... where. Where would Jonathan Huberto rank on the Oilers? I bet you'd probably have 115 points. He'd be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> he'd be no. I mean, like out. right
1: now, like where would he rank in the lineup? Oh, he'd be. He would just throw the puck over he'd be to the left wing on that <laughs> top line, <laughs> yeah. dude.
2: Yeah. The thing is, like if they had players with the speed like McDavid, I think there are things that he could actually do For that sure. are a little differently. Yep. Like, I is there a slower team in the NHL than the Flames? Like, there's can't be many. After watching Colorado and Calgary go head to head, you're like, yeah, this is apples and oranges. It's like these guys have jetpacks on, and it- the Devils.
0: That was another one. Yeah. Like, holy smokes. And watching the devil's power play, too. Just snap oh, it man. around. Is... And you sit there. like, you know, we, we watch the Flames every night. And you're like, wow, that's a good game. Wow, these guys are really working hard. Wow, that's crazy. They're, everybody's pulling on They all the just have this. to muck They're it just, out all the time. And, and you just watch how, and like I said, it's not easy, but how effortless these elite hockey players just make it look. like McKinnon gets the puck, skates 900 miles an hour, blows it low blocker, win the game 6-5. You know, minus four going to the third period. Oh, I'm just going to pick up my socks today and go bury a couple. Hey, let's do it. It's just, it's hard because when Vegas or Colorado or Dallas, anytime they get into the offensive zone, there's a threat, right? You just, you see, there's there's a threat. Calgary gets into the offensive zone and they got to set up and they got to have something happen. And it's so hard. They got to go get down of the corner. Right. And they got to muck it up and they got to wait for a bounce. And you're just like, can, can somebody here potentially just go End to end through the legs, bar down, snap it. You know Zadorov's gone, so <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Maybe Connor Zetter can be that, guy. right? But maybe he could. But you know, even Connor Zetter's goal yesterday, who did bounce off of? I mean, like that they all count. Don't get me wrong; I'm not discrediting yeah. that. But it's just like that. Just it seems to be. It's like get people in the nets, throw pucks on net, <laughs> see what happens. Whereas Mark Stone gets a breakaway and snaps. Yeah, like how side and, many
1: goals do you see the Flames coming in off 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 wing, just snap <laughs> it by a
0: goaltender. I know, never. I mean, we see Backlund. Take slap shots on the wing. Yeah. Right at, it. At, at, at the goalie's <laughs> chest. Relevant. like Just buries him in the chest. <laughs> right like, oh, yeah. <laughs> right? Rip it and rip it. Yeah. And, and it just, it's, oh, man.
2: Coronado, maybe. Yeah. Sharon Govich beat Logan Thompson down the wing like that. But, it, yeah,
1: it's just. It's a squeaker that gets through. It's nothing, no pretty. No. Nothing pretty is it's getting like, by these It's like you beat boys. him clean. Like, yeah. that was. You beat him, like even like the last week. the the Ruzicka, the the, the play on
0: Ruzicka, the shovel towards the net. Ruzicka sh- gets it through, and then Zari's just there in the back. I know. It it's like this is how they're going to score. It's <laughs> dirty goals. right? And that's and, and that's that's fine. <laughs> yeah, right? they All count. They all count, and that's totally fine. But I know that some of those guys in that room, some you know, they all know what they have to do to win every night. They know it's very clear for them, mm-hmm. you know. Whereas in uh, in other dressing rooms, it's like you, you know what, sometimes the goalie's going to make 47 saves, we're going to win one nothing. sometimes Connor McDavid's going to score 8 points and we're going to win 8-7, and yeah. not everybody has to be on every night in order for them to win. Um, that is the voice
1: of the Cobra, our Big Show <laughs> Flames analyst, Mr. Brent Cron. courtesy of All Kind Door Services, Big Show, Russick and Rose 960, the fan. Uh, Blake Coleman had a lot of action around him last night. Yeah, uh, He took a penalty, kind of got hit in the head by Cotter, maybe should have been a check to the head. Huska and the Flames bench was not happy about it. Savard and Huska yelling at the refs, maybe a headshot. But something happened to him yesterday that was very unfortunate. We saw it in the game Monday night against the Abs, where Anderson gets smoked with the puck sitting on the bench. Yeah. And then Coleman takes one right in the arm, and then he lifts up his sweater, and you see the mark yeah. already. They zoomed in on it, yeah, too. Yeah, that hurts. <laughs> when was there a time where either you or you saw somebody get smoked on the bench by the puck?
0: Uh, it was playing... Uh, for the Hitman Jr., our, our head coach just had a vasectomy too that morning. Oh. And he was standing on Excuse the bench. Me? Wait a minute. Yeah. What a trooper. Like, that's bad timing on
1: his porn. It's, it's, you know what I need to do? Uh, I'm. I'm just going to schedule my vasectomy yeah. the same
0: night as a game night. <laughs> yeah, so he had, he had How about <laughs> the offseason, Coach? <laughs> this is pre-laser. Like, was that pressing? Yeah, pre- I don't know. This was 1999 or <laughs> like 2000. He's like, you know what I need to
1: stop doing? Spreading my seed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right yeah. Right now. Yeah, right now. Right now. Immediately. No kids. <laughs> snip, no more. snip. So the. Puck- I love going out on the road. He's got to be <laughs> safe. He was looking yeah. to
2: celebrate a big win. I don't know what you can <laughs> yeah, right. Sorry, go ahead Listen, forget, uh, Get forget, out of my way. Forget the dong bags. Snip, snip. <laughs> yeah, All right, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. You should have known that was gonna happen. I you know. did. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Sorry.
0: Um and so he was obviously not very nimble, right? <laughs> no. No, he's not he was not very fleet of foot yeah. behind the bench. And the puck gets so, uh chipped uh, uh, as one of our players too, he's trying to get it out of the zone and he skated up the wall and tried to chip it off the boards and shot it right at the coach. <laughs> yeah. And he tried to jump out of the way, but he was like stiff-legged, oh, you know, cr- no. Kramer in his small, oh. stiff jeans, where he right. can't sit down on a chair. Right. Right. You can see him, his legs are all stiff, and he just falls over to the side yeah. and goes down. He's lying. There's like, you could just, we were trying not to laugh, yeah. like all of us. And I mean, I'm a punk kid. And I'm like, oh, my God, what's hilarious. I want to I wanna see him get up. Are, are you on right? the bench or in the net? I'm on the bench. Yeah. And I literally, I'm just got. I, I bury my. You know what? just does before games, where he yeah. puts his face inside of his chest protector. Yeah. I put my everything up to my nose, and I just and I got my eyes squinting. I'm just like, oh my god, just, just turning away. And and the process watching him get back up too, like it's just it was like a 19 stage process where he rolls to his side, and then he puts one leg up, and then he grabs another guy by the shoulder, and he's just he's just grinning and he's bearing it. And I can't remember who it was, but that guy got the biggest horse out. and then he just got buried <laughs> at the end of the bench. Like <laughs> 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 yeah. Sorry <I'm> coach. <laughs> yeah. and, and it was all uh, I mean, I felt like I probably could have done more. I probably could have gotten the way, right? I saw it coming, I'm like, Oh, that's coming onto the bench here. Yeah. You're right. And it was my blocker side though, so I really couldn't <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm not really gonna Yeah, it's really tough. Gonna, yeah, yeah, it's really it's tough, tough but uh yeah, it was tough. He got hit right in the shoulder. It wasn't even, you know, it wasn't didn't leave a mark. Right. But there's other uh, extenuating circumstances that really just uh, made it even more hilarious. Uh
1: the question I really want to ask you is, why would a coach tell teenagers he's getting a vasectomized? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. But when we found out pretty quick after, oh, why the trainer sold
2: them? Yeah, mind.
0: yeah. Uh, by yeah, the way, why
2: is he? Why is he so having such difficulty moving
1: around? Is <laughs> yeah. know, probably right, the, the so first question. Yeah, yeah. There's
0: an, is, why is he sitting on a bag of peas? What's happening here? <laughs> hey,
1: quick. uh quick fact. Yeah. You know that in the United States, uh, the number one weekend for vasectomies is the Masters weekend. Oh, yeah. So yeah. guys can just sit there,
0: ice their marbles, and watch some golf. Yeah. Oh yeah, they can just. It's perfect too because you can't. You're not gonna. Nobody's going to bug you. Hey, can I get you anything? Yeah, just some more rum and coke, please. Okay. That's what I want. Refill the cooler. Give me some more Doritos right now. Uh,
1: That is the voice of the Cobra, Mr. Brent Cron, our um, Big Show Flames analyst, courtesy of all Kindor services. I had one
2: more instance I wanted to ask you about in the game yesterday. Yeah. Um, The Steve Kazari pileup where he fell in the corner, the referee. (laughs) Yeah are the players thinking I should get an extra swing in here or <laughs> I should or I should avoid it to stop making him angry for the rest of the you game
0: Steve Kazari was a referee in the Western League too in American League I, he's, he's- awesome. He was. I thought he was one of the Dude, better referees. The
1: shot of him shaking his head
2: after that, <laughs> when they hit the break, was yeah. so
1: funny. He had like that thousand yard stare yeah. too. Yeah, so well, we're like, like, you weren't there, yeah. man. <laughs> like he knows he's on TV yeah. and he's like, yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 yeah, He can't hide. No, yeah, he can't hide. It can't just know.
1: reminded me of like a, a like a person working on the sidelines in an NFL game, and they just get run over, and the players just don't. And care they break their leg. Like, I can't do it. Yeah.
0: Well, Mike, Mike. <laughs> Oh, it screams on guy. my dreams. <laughs> Here, here's a jersey.
1: Here's a signed jersey. Yeah, at least Camaro <laughs> did something. Yeah, at least he dropped him off a jersey. Yeah, that was
0: nice. My uh, my daughter got on the Jumbotron <laughs> Friday night at the Wrangler game. Yeah. And she got so embarrassed, she tried to crawl inside of herself and oh. like, just do this. And if I was the cameraman, he was polite enough to stick it on, you know, just for a little bit. And then he, t- and he panned away and then he did come back to her again. I would have just left it on her the whole time. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Let him sit in it. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Right? Yeah. But, oh, yeah. You got to get your like in when you can for sure. Right? Because, (laughs) all right.
1: 100%. That is the voice of the Cobra. Um, You know what, Nate? I'm I'm in a good mood. Hey, uh, big show, guys. It's my 40th birthday today. I'm a huge fan of y'all, especially the Cobra Cron. Just (laughs) uh, wanted to say thanks for entertaining me over the years. Nate from Calgary. I love it. Happy birthday, Nate. Happy birthday, Nate. birthday, Nate. Nate. Uh, mm. 40 years old. It just goes downhill from here. No, no you're fine. I'm forty one and I'm feeling, 41 I'm feeling you look great. Forty one? You look great too. You look great too. Are you guys uh your forty one year old brain is it ready to be challenged? Uh yeah.
0: Uh, Thank you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Forty's a birthday. milestone though. No, <laughs> I had okay to make sure that we got one. that one. Thanks
1: for listening, Nate. You're a legend. Hello. Um what? Are you ready? No. Test your brain? No. <laughs> GVP <laughs> hit it.
0: <laughs> Get your thinking caps ready, because it's time for George Russick to deliver today's impossible flames trivia question.
1: And of course, it's brought to you by Wild Rose Brewery, who's been serving a premium craft beer to Albertans since 1996. Whether you're looking for a finely tuned craft lager or a robust porter, they've got something for everyone. Find them around Alberta or at their tap room and the Curry Barracks. It's very simple. I give you current or former members of the Calgary Flames, and then you got to figure out the connection that's <laughs> swimming around my big, giant, stupid head.
0: You guys are really good at this game. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Yeah. I just like to get close. You know, I think the bar for me, like we discussed with Huberto, is so low, just the fact that I'm yeah. here answering your... Hey, hey, look at Huberto. <laughs> he tied his skates. Right. Hey. Good for you, Jonathan. Right. Cron wrote down... The three names—that's a start, so, yeah. right? He's, yeah. he's putting in the effort, right? <laughs> Eventually, it's going to come.
2: <laughs> I do notice you brought your computer today. Is that just because you knew it was Impossible Flames trivia day? It I, won't matter. You I can brought Google it. Google the names all you want—you'll never find me. I, I had,
0: <laughs> I, I had something in mind that I wanted to talk about, and I completely lost it. So I was going to look. at You've got to start sheet. writing
1: things down. You're yeah. like a comedian that Jerry Seinfeld says he always slept with beside his, his bed a notepad. Yeah. So he writes a bit down. Yep. You should be doing that. for Flames. I should really be doing. There's because so much you, going on you actually up have here. a job title now at this radio station. I know. Before it's like. Like, hey, let's get that uh, flame out of a first rounder. Let's all poke fun of him. No, you're an actual analyst now, now. You actually have a title. I have clout. You do, mm. right? And you're I, in I, the media and game and now.
0: There's and, an expectation.
1: Yes, right. People tune in for your analysis. Yes.
2: Did not have clout on my crown yeah. Bingo card today. <laughs> um
1: stroke. This is how it works. <laughs> I give you current or former members of the Calgary Flames. You gotta find the connection and text in at 960-960 for your chance to win a fifty dollar gift card from VK Baruco and some swag. Are you guys ready for the first name? Yeah. No. Craig Michael Conroy was born on September 4th, 1971, and is an American former professional ice hockey player and the current manager of the Calgary Flames in the NHL. Wow! A sixth-round pick of the Montreal Canadiens in the 90 draft, Conroy played 1,009 NHL games for the Canadiens, Blues, Flames, Kings during his professional career that spanned from 1994 to 2001. Internationally, he played twice with the United States Mm. at the 04 World Cup and the 06 Winter Olympics. His father, Mike played minor league hockey for the Syracuse Blazers, and at the age of four years, Conroy served as the team's mascot prior to games. Wow. Neat.
2: Huh. Did you also know that Conroy is an Irish surname of multiple origins? Yes. Oh. Yeah. yeah like how that. about that? That might actually help you out. Maybe. Probably not, though. mm Craig Berube Mm, was born
1: on December 17th, 1965 and is a Canadian professional ice hockey coach (laughs) and former player nicknamed Chief. Berube played 17 seasons in the NHL for the Flyers, Leafs, Capitals, Islanders, and of course the Calgary Flames. After retirement, Berube served as the head coach of the Flyers for two seasons and the St. Louis Blues for parts of six seasons, winning the Stanley Cup in 2019 as then the interim head coach. Berube additionally served as a national team scout for Canada at the 2016 World Cup of Hockey under Blues general manager Doug Armstrong on December 12, 2023. That was last night. <laughs> following a four-game <laughs> losing streak capped by a 6-4 loss to the Red Wings, Berube was fired by the Blues. Huh. That's all I got for you today. Craig Conroy and Craig Berube. There's no a third? No. Nope, not no, today. They both, they both played for the oh. Blues at some point. They oh. did. They did. both played for the Blues. Mm-hmm. Is that right? No. No, it's not. Are uh, you guys ready for hint number
2: one? Did you know that Barube is a Norman and French Canadian surname? Really?
1: Yeah. He's Métis. That's it. He got it. Matt Rose just got it. Really? No, no you're not even close. <laughs> <that>. <laughs> All right. Let's get to uh, hint number one. GVP, hit it. All I wanna get is ah, Tegan and Sarah. A
2: little bit closer.
1: Are you going to get closer to the answer with this hint? <laughs> Turn it up, GVP.
2: <laughs> is... George,
1: George, what's the name of this song? Closer. Closer.
2: Crescent Heights high school alum Oh, yeah. good call See What's the hint here? I is it don't... Crescent Heights? Is it Tegan and Sarah Who happen to be from Calgary? Oh, oh, is it just right the term closer? Calgary's a good hint Oh yeah? Okay, well, okay. We're going to take Calgary okay. from this okay. one yeah. I like that your hints could have like six meanings too. This is my favorite part of the game That's yeah. the, the beauty of the yeah. device.
1: Yeah, it's really good um, they're all named their dads. Uh, no, uh, they're both named Craig. We yes. buy from Rosemary. I, it wouldn't be that easy. That's correct. Well, though. it was the other
0: day. You put ease at the end of people's names, and that's who won. <laughs> the first true. and last name point, and at an ease.
1: Yeah. Why do you shake your head I and look at me? disgusted like dumb. That. That's why. <laughs> it's sponsored. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> Much like all kind door services sponsors you. So I love it. And I love the fact that VK Bruco puts up some cheddar and goes, let's play Impossible Flames trivia. You know they, what? I never want a Monopoly either, yeah. just so you know. You know, it's you. Never? Hey, yeah. hey, Kron, you cost us money. No, actually, you made us money. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Fellas, my radio is broken in my truck. I only get 9.60 every morning. Flames Trivia needs to go, please. No. Never <laughs> <going anywhere. laughs> he only gets <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's not going anywhere. <laughs> hardest 15 <laughs> minutes of my day. Sorry. Craig Conroy, Craig Barube. Uh, that was Tegan and Sarah Closer. Okay. Uh, hit number two. <laughs> this GVP. game sucks, and I've even won it once. <laughs> <Two>. <laughs> oh,
2: Hitman. It's another Calgary, hit. Yeah. Uh, what what is this, Matty Rose? This is the theme for the heart. No, not for heartbreak. It's Bret Hart. Yes, his intro. Music. It kind of does sound Brett like the, the theme for... Yeah. The start kind of sounds like the Shawn Michaels theme, but then it doesn't go to the. I think I'm sexy. Well, there's no, sh-
1: there's no uh, Sherry going. Deep. Just the oh, just the oh, top. Yeah. Yep. HBK.
0: The old heartbreak kid. Yeah. 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 The old swin-
1: sweet chin music. <laughs> <that>. Yeah. Ninety <laughs> nine Ric oh, Flair. Go on, well, just mullet. When we well, oh, got Marty Janetti earlier. So. Oh yeah. Okay.
0: So so. This is all Calgary so far. Yeah. How do we ah. tie? How do we How do we tie this all in?
2: I think that something is related to the fact that Craig and Craig are both. Uh, what are you whispering? Over there? Craig, Craig, Nothing. and Calgary all start with C. <laughs> oh, Cron can't win. Craig, no. Craig, <laughs> Craig
1: Conroy, Craig Baruby, Calgary, Cron. That's a K. That's a K. Cobra, Cobra. Cobra. That's, a oh, that's a C. That's a C. Oh, Great boy.
0: pull back there.
1: Uh, hit number three, GVP. Brent Burns gets the puck back across the care. Mark Bouchard a forward playing the left point. He's under pressure. Hooked the puck in. Dion flips, takes oh. it right back up. Goes for a escape. Enough to the net score. Coast to Jim Houston. is part of this, this is Wild Flames 08. Uh, we're playing Impossible Flames oh, Trivia brought to you by okay. good friends at BK Brew Co. Let's see uh, Your chance to win a $50 gift card and some swag. You've got to find the connection. Craig Conroy, Craig Barube. nine sixty nine sixty <laughs> name and location. So I have it. Tegan and Sarah. I got it, no problem. The Hitman intro theme and yeah. a Dion Phaneuf goal. What do you got? They both joined
2: um front offices or management or coaching in 20 in oh. 2008
1: with oh. Calgary? No, after okay. after fin- All right. That's not it. Uh, Ryan and Lethbridge uh, both had kids born in Calgary. Oh, that's not bad. How was it, oh, age. Um, Both with, had scored on Carter Hart. No, not man. what I'm both, looking for. Uh we're Oh, Stephen, Auburn Bay. They both had a brief stint with the Calgary Hitmen front office. Ooh, not what I'm looking for. Ooh, Adam in mm. Cranston getting mm. a little warm here. Adam okay, is what warm. Adam getting say? a little warm what here. Adam both, both played and yep. against Mike Vernon. We're getting warm. Oh. We're getting warm. Oh. Both played. You ready for hint number four? In
2: Dion Phineff's first
1: game? This why, is, this is, is one of my favorite hints to give you guys. Okay, okay. Forty-three point six four seven degrees north, oh, seventy-nine point three seven seven degrees west. Nobody can print that in quick enough. Forty-three point six four seven three degrees north, seventy-nine point three seven 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 degrees
0: west. Let me just call Christopher Columbus and get a sextet over here, and yeah. we can yeah. figure out <laughs> sex problem. Problem. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. How do you even? What oh. do you even? What do you what? even Google to? F- I just Googled it. And I you found
1: just the location. Put that in? Yeah, I oh, found it. it It seems degrees. like it's a, it's a very famous place in Toronto. Oh,
2: <laughs> I got the solar position calculator. I got you. Printed
1: it in wrong. Well,
0: no. Okay, because we're running out think of time. I did.
1: Um, Hit number. I'm gonna really throw it out there. Okay. I'm gonna do this one, and then. And were they all at uh, Mike Vernon's Hall of Fame? It's not mm, apples. Hall of Fame. That's it's the Hall of Fame. It's not apples to oranges. It's apples to apples. Apples. What is apples? It's in not apples to oranges. It's apples the to big apples.
0: Apple. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Honey crisp. They both honey
2: crisp apples. They both assisted on a Dion Phaneuf goal. <gasps> Whoa! And then got into the Hall of Fame. Is Craig Berube in the Hall of Fame? No, I don't, no. didn't think so. Connery's not in the Hall of Fame either. Oh yeah. Well, uh, hit number. I've, I've, what am I doing? Verney's hit number five. <laughs> I'm all over the place. Now. <laughs> hit number what five. This game, man.
1: <laughs> um, it involves our guest from yesterday. And his final season in the National Hockey League. Oh,
2: great. I was already thinking about Mike Vernon and then wasn't getting anywhere. And then he so got good. some degrees. Yeah. Apparently the degrees mean Hockey Hall of Fame.
1: Yes! Stephen one- Auburn Bay. Wrong year, but I'll give it wow. to you. Wow. Uh, those two guys, Mike Vernon had three assists in his last year in the National Hockey League. Craig Conroy scored twice, and Craig Bruby had the other goal on Mike Vernon assists in his last season that's in the awesome. NHL. Yeah. I, I, Congratulations, well Stephen and Auburn Bay. I, you won hell? Impossible Flames trivia. A $50 gift card from our good friends at VK Bruco and some swag. You're an absolute stud. Wow. Stephen. Uh, Wild Rose Brewery has been serving up premium craft beer to Albertans. Well, that's not the one I want to read. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, not the hold on. I know it's a lot of pink. Impossible Flames trivia. (laughs) I I did, you know what I did? I read the Wild Rose Brewery tag at the beginning of this. Oops. Yeah. Hey, my apologies. Uh, Impossible Flames trivia is brought to you by Veranda, (laughs) a friendly farm to table restaurant featuring craft beer and spirits, Minos, VK, Bruco, and Burwood Distillery, 2566 Flanders Avenue, Southwest. And on Instagram at Veranda YYC, Stephen Auburn Bay has won a $50 gift card to. VK Bruco and some swag. That's the tag I wanted to do. Mike Vernon had three assists in his last year in the NHL. And I'm like, what? Craig Conroy scored two goals. One was shorthanded. One in a 6-1 win over game. Columbus on March 25th, 2002. Uh, a 4-1 loss to Vancouver Conroy, April 13th, 2002. And Craig Barubi scored in a 6-3 loss to Chicago on October 23rd, 2001. Mike Vernon assisted on all of those goals. What was the Dion Phaneuf clip? Oh, he's married to Alicia Cuthbert, who's from Calgary originally. <sighs> Bye. No, not yet. What do you got coming up <laughs> in Mucho Big Show? Uh, just going to break down the flames. <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> That's it. We're just going to slink into the 9 <laughs> o'clock hour. I'm going to do this one more time. Uh, Impossible Flames Trivia is brought to you by Veranda, a friendly farm-to-table restaurant featuring craft beer and spirits from your VK Bruco and Burwood Distillery, 2566 Flanders Avenue Southwest, and on Instagram at Veranda YYC. Again, we love all of our sponsors. All kind door services, our good friends at uh, V K Bruco Brew yes. Wilders Brewery, the Porsche Place. There's a lot of sponsors. Today. Uh, Porsche Center Calgary. Like they're all they're all ours. That's why it's all color coded. I guess. Eh? When are you um, yeah. when are you joining us again? Friday. Friday for the hot ready? seat. Are you ready for hot seat?
0: I can't wait. That's a good one. I like that. I can't wait. So
1: uh, we're gonna try some ridiculously hot sauces. Yeah, three and of them again, uh, no, it'll be four. Oh. So we'll start easy with an easy flame steak, yeah. and then we'll get progressively hotter. Yeah,
0: I like that. But you're saying Vernie would say no to that. Yeah. I guess you don't know. I didn't know I liked peas until I tried them, right? You know what I mean? So okay. maybe I can just ask him and say, hey, Vernie. You like chicken wings? You want some chicken wings? Just come in, and then yeah. like, oh, you're doing hey, it on the radio. 30? You got to take out. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> got to do it on the radio. <laughs> <Yeah>. All right.
1: <laughs> Um. Yeah, this dude absolutely deserves more than a fifty dollars gift card. Who knows his stuff? Yeah, that's- <laughs> yeah you're right. Yeah, he banged it out. Uh, he really did a great job. Um. Yeah, that's it for us. Um. Yeah, there's a lot of text messages here. Thanks for all of, uh, of the listening. Apple, <laughs> Google, Spotify, Amazon. Ever get your favorite podcatcher? Let's just slink into a Wednesday here. It's a flames off night. Yeah. You know, go spend some time with your family. <laughs> Reintroduce yourself. Yeah. Go do some you Christmas know, shopping. Work on you. Yeah. Work on you. Right. Tonight before you get to watch the Flames and Wild from Minnesota tomorrow. Uh, that's it that for us. An early start tomorrow. Yeah. And we got Six Ross minutes. Tucker on tomorrow. Yes. So that's fun. And uh yeah. That's it for us. Stay tuned. <laughs> Mucho big show. That's the Cobra. He'll be back Friday to taste <laughs> hot sauce. <laughs> How is this show going so long? How have you not thrown a break already? I don't know. Let's I just
2: wanted going. to drag it's it, happening out a already already it I got nice. a text. I got a text earlier, too, okay, from a good. listener. Yeah, what is
1: it? Tom, um, it was, uh, hey, George, you stayed an extra 20 minutes. Are you getting an extra day off for that? Yes. <laughs> I didn't see that. Uh, the answer is yes. Days, days off are coming. Days All days are coming. right. Days <laughs> coming. Yeah, days off are coming. Uh, we'll be here Friday goodness. next oh, week. What? All right. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. Sit, Ubu. Sit. Good dog.